So welcome back everyone to uh, episode, what is S episode 8 mm. of the TaylorMade podcast. Resisting making fun of your pun again, Yeah, that's fine. Uh. <laughs> this is why I don't let Adam intro. <laughs> so you're listening to the TaylorMade podcast. I just realized we didn't actually say that in the last couple of episodes. That's, so that's okay. all right. Yeah. Last episode we talked about um, my struggle with mental health early on in our relationship. Not that that struggle's ever, ever over, but it was Adam's first kind of introduction to it. Yeah. So it was worth talking about. Yeah. And um, um, we got to talk about how... I experienced that. Because mm. um, there's two people in a relationship. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And um, while one person may need more at any given time, it's still, there are still two people in a relationship and you have to be careful to, it's a give and take. Mm. You have to make sure that everyone is equal yeah. in, a, in a relationship. And speaking of equality in the relationship, actually, um, we, we got engaged very early, as we were saying in the, at the end of the last episode, uh, and mm. this is going to be kind of talking about what led to us getting engaged and, um, you know, the kind of mixed feelings we had around it yeah. um, then and now, because I think it's always what's interesting about this part of telling our story is that we're telling it from the perspective of having already lived it and looking back. So I think that makes so, it fun. Definitely. But, um, Hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I guess, you know, we'd, we'd kind of leveled out, uh, with that first initial really bad bout of, um, anxiety and stuff that I had. And I got a little bit of counseling and I also, um, I had found some sites and things that were helping me kind of reevaluate the things that I'd been taught and look at them through a different lens, which was really helping me battle that anxiety as well. Um, specifically around the doomsday anxiety. Um, I was still having all of my normal social anxiety and everything that I still have now, but um, that specific frantic uh, anxiety around what I'd been raised to believe was starting to ease a little bit thanks yeah. to some work that we'd done over the, the course of the start of our relationship and Adam's support. So this is when I think probably a lot of our relationship became really solid and we were really happy, but we started yeah. to have some more things external come at us from influences. left field um, <laughs> externally. So uh, I guess what started off the whole thinking about getting married and everything when we were only quite, not newly together. I mean, a lot of people do get married around that stage, but we, we were not thinking about that yet. We were at uni we had we had a plan. We knew we were going to be together, but marry marriage was definitely a post uni. Yeah, we wanted, um, we wanted to get married. I think we I think even then we knew that we were going to get married, but um, we were kind of hoping that we would be able to do it after uni, and um, that way we'd be financially stable enough to support ourselves through it. Because um, my family isn't super well off. I mean, they're comfortable enough, yeah. but. Um, they wouldn't have been able to pay for a wedding or anything like that. No. And I wouldn't have wanted them to. And my dad is wonderfully generous, but yeah. I think it's a bit of an outdated thing to expect him to pay for the whole thing yeah, as well. And so, um, I mean, even since early on in our relationship, we've always been really independent. Mm. We have our own way of doing things, and that's the only way we want to do them. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. I think is why this whole process became quite hard. So, yeah. 
Um, as I mentioned, my family is quite conservative Christian. And while my dad, even though he's still in it, he um, is a bit more respectful, I think, of our way of life. But there was a couple of people I was really close to um, who needed my care at the time. And um, they were experiencing some pressure from members of um, their congregation to cut ties with me due to me living in sin, basically. Meaning um, living with a man unmarried. unmarried. Yeah. And the loophole was um, for us to get married. And... Um, it was actually... I actually suggested it. Yeah. Um, because well, you, you well, came to me one day um, terrified that you were going to not be able to talk to them anymore. Yeah. And just absolutely distraught. Distraught is a really good word for this, by the way. Because you were absolutely distraught about losing this person from your life. Mm. And I couldn't... I could not be... The, the, the cause of that. I, but I, I, I also deeply felt, and part of why I was so distraught, I deeply, deeply felt how unfair it was for me to be, which is why I didn't bring it up at all, yeah. um, for me to be, like, expecting you to marry me to placate members of my family and to not out of any real readiness for being married because marriage is such a, a deep, deep commitment. And... While, you know, divorce is much more common these days, and I definitely fully support people leaving relationships that they're not happy in. Um, neither of us are that... Um, we weren't going to go into it with the view that we could just divorce if we weren't Yeah, happy. no. Yeah. We, we're both the kinds of people that would... If we're going to do something, we jump in mm. fully. Like, yeah. we fully commit to it. Um, which I guess is, is part of the reason why we have trouble committing to things that we're not 100% sure on. Mm. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... Like I was saying, I bought it up and mm. I was, I was okay with that because the other choice was losing you entirely. Mm. Well, no, well, because I would have chosen you. See, I wouldn't. And this is, this and is, I, this is, this is again, this is again, that outdated mentality that I, I still struggle with sometimes and I'm trying very hard to move past it, but I wouldn't have let you give up your family yeah. for me. You've said before you would have walked away. I would have walked away. Yeah. hundred percent. And it would have killed me mm. but at least and this is very selfish of me at least i would not have been the cause of you losing your family mm. and you would still have your family it's so funny because you didn't talk to me about this at the no, time I didn't. we were, were because this problem was so massive well it felt like it was so massive because well, we were so yeah. young we weren't ready in our minds to get married no. and while we 1000 percent wouldn't change it now and we love being married yeah disclaimer you, like, ca you yeah. can't you can't see that at the time and like no. we it was very new i i was of the frame of mind that you know i was happy to continue to live unmarried i wasn't someone who thought we had to be married um which again is another thing i was struggling with is competing beliefs within myself and with my family and yeah. with I'm sure what, you know, a lot of people, I guess, who weren't raised like I was, they would see it as, you know, a rush to get married when there was no real need to. Yeah. Um, and this is something that I think this part of our life that we want to talk about a lot is we cared a lot about what other people thought and what other people wanted. Yeah. Not about what we really wanted. No, and... Um, which is what I was saying. I digress from what I was actually going to say because you have told me since and have repeated now that you would have left rather than yeah. let me choose you. Yeah. Because you thought 
that that would be something you wouldn't have to live with and that I would still want my family in my life. But what I've since pointed out to you is that if it hadn't have been you, that wouldn't have made me go back to that way of life. I would have just had my family for a little bit longer till I met someone else. Yeah. You know, and then I would have had to go through the same process all over again. And um, Which, I mean, is perfectly fine. Like, if you had decided that you weren't strong enough for that process, then all well and good. But, like I said, it was a selfish decision on my part. Mm. Because you did um, love me and you did yeah. want me in your life. Yeah. yeah. And I was going to leave to avoid... The struggle. The, the, the hard part, yeah. Mm. But, yeah, so, basically, there was this pressure coming from certain members of my family to get married. Mm. And I did not want to ask Adam to marry me at all. I didn't. Not in that way. Not for. Not because we wanted to. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not that I didn't want to be the one to propose, but it was. It wasn't a. You didn't want to ask that of me. Yeah, because I knew you weren't ready. No, I wasn't. 100% wasn't. I think it's so funny that you said the struggle with my mental health was that I was shutting down on you. I feel like this is a period of our relationship where you very much shut me out. I did. I didn't know what was going on in your head. There was a reason for that. (laughs) (laughs) And it was really hard for me because I, I wanted to be with you. I, I understood that if we didn't get married, that that was going to be the case. I would have been much more frantic if I'd known you were considering leaving rather than let me make that choice. I would have been very upset about that. Part like I don't like saying this and I don't like admitting it to myself because I'm not proud of it. But that is part of the reason why I didn't tell you mm. was because I didn't want to put you through that. Yeah. Um, again, I was very selfish at this point in our mm. in our relationship. I only re- uh, like it, it at the time. I thought I wasn't being selfish, but looking back, I definitely was. Do you think there was a little bit of commitment phobia there too? Oh, definitely. Yeah, hundred percent. Because that's a yeah. I'd never. I at the time. This is going to sound really bad. Uh, <laughs> at the time, I'd never dated anyone for longer than I was dated, than I had dated you. Mm, that like, was your longest relationship. Yeah, still yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> Funnily <guess>. enough. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how that works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like, you, like I, you and my longest relationship, I still did not know how to deal with a long-term relationship. Mm. Because all my relationships in the past have been either high school relationships, you know what they're like, mm-hmm. um, which they're amazing and they teach you a lot about yourself, but you do tend to move past them very quickly once you become an adult and mm. become a functioning member of society. Um, <laughs> But yeah, um, I'd never had a long-term adult relationship before Mm. and it was scary for me for sure. Yeah. And you were still figuring out so much. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, so you're right. Yeah. There probably was a lot of commitment phobia there. Mm. Um, so I've always wondered this. Yeah. Um, you suggested to me that, um, we could get married at the courthouse and just tell my family and not your family. So we would be married to placate my family, but not married to everyone else. Mm. Um, I've always wondered what the thought process was there. Like, what were you actually thinking? Because that to me sounds like commitment phobia. Yeah. Looking back now, that's exactly what that was. Mm. Um, but at the time, and I'm sorry to my family listening to this, uh, I, I was panicking. Um, (laughs) at the time I was afraid of the judgment that they might because we were getting married so young. Yeah. yeah. And because our relationship was very new, mm. 
Um, yeah, yeah, I was afraid. I was afraid of them judging me for that, and mm. like I've I've struggled with judgment my entire life. Yeah. Um, not from your family. Though. Not from my family. Yeah. No, no, and that's like that's from other people that I knew throughout school, all that sort of thing. Mm. Like that's a whole kettle of fish we don't need to dive into. Mm. But yeah, um, I, I, I've struggled with that sort of judgment my entire life, and I think that's that's what I was afraid of then mm. in the moment but now looking back irrationally afraid irrationally afraid yeah. of it yeah definitely because my family's so loving like they're and accepting so accepting yeah yeah as you said I was irrationally afraid of it mm. and but looking back now I think you're right it was definitely some commitment issues there you were probably just creating something to be afraid of instead of admitting that you were afraid of commitment yeah because I think um that it actually really deeply hurt me that you thought that that was a viable option mm. um, at the time because I was like, so what? I Like, I, I didn't get it. I didn't get how you could be both married and not married. Like, were you ashamed of marrying me? Which I guess uh, that was sort of a type of shame. Yeah. Whereas, like, like you said, it was, it was an irrational fear. Like, mm. I had no idea. Again, the most self-unaware person in the world right here mm. um, <laughs> and I'm still pretty bad like can you imagine what I was like then like I mean you don't have to imagine you know but for everyone listening like can you imagine what I was like then <laughs> <laughs> I was a mess <laughs> um, but yeah I think I think you're right yeah I think it was that fear of commitment because I'd never had to make one before mm. very glad that I did yeah yeah um, so moving on from that suggestion, yeah. we figured out that that wasn't an option. I wasn't no. going to be okay with that. So it w then became, all right, well, your parents were coming down for a visit. Yeah. I don't think it was Christmas. I think it was I just think a it was, visit. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, I think it was holidays, like yeah. school holidays or something like that. Yeah. So we decided to talk to them about it and they were okay with us getting engaged. Yeah. Um, um the thought of us getting engaged at the time was that hopefully us being engaged might placate my family enough that we could put the wedding off a bit longer. Like yeah, we would have, have a long engagement or something yeah. like that, yeah. That didn't turn out to be the case, no. but that's all right. What happened next was we became engaged. Yeah, quote-unquote. <laughs> um, but Adam was very much... He wasn't radiating happiness about it, let's just say no, that. No, I was... Um, so I very much felt like I wasn't allowed to be happy about it either. Yeah, um, sorry. Which is hard to look back on now, especially, you know, you hear people's stories about um, how they got engaged and, you know, I mean, even just recently, like some of your mm. really good friends. So a know. couple of my really, really good friends just got engaged and yeah. um, I haven't actually messaged them to say congratulations personally yet. So congratulations <laughs> to you. You know who you are. Um, I can't be happier for you guys. Um, you guys are some of my best friends yeah. and you are perfect for each other. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, yeah, they, they had a very cute engagement. Yeah, it was adorable. Um, and, you know, even now, years on, I still sometimes get a little bit sad that yeah. that was taken from us. And I don't blame you for it at all. Like, it's 100% not your fault. No, I, I it understand. Because it was a unique situation. But and it is I'm, something that we're, we're never going to have. Um, yeah. Which can be, is a bit sad. But, yeah, no, we... We're engaged for quite a while, just telling a few people here and there. We didn't put it on Facebook or anything um, no. for a while. I don't think we ever put on Facebook that we were engaged. We just went from straight... No, we put on there oh, we that did? we were engaged. Okay. Yeah, we did. But then, um, yeah, a lot of your other cousins around our same age started to get engaged and plan weddings and stuff as yeah. well. So I think you became a bit more okay with it then. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, after being a groomsman in um, 
one of my cousin's weddings and attending another one. Actually, no, that was after our that wedding. Was... That was after our wedding, sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> after, after let's get a bit mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, looking back on it, it was, it was a very, it was a hectic time in our lives. Um, just trying to mm. piece our lives together. Yeah. Um, after trying, uh, after, after feeling like we have to do something that we're not quite ready to do. Mm. Um, um, but I think when we, when you got our, my ring, I think that was when, that was you, when I, you were like, oh, you know, I'm excited about yeah. this. I think yeah. it's cause you, you had so much input in the ring. Like we went together to choose it. But um, I it was not something I would have ever picked for myself. No. Danica's Danica's there. She's picking all these um, piddly little <laughs> these tiny tiny little rings. I'm like, they don't look good on your fingers, Danica. You need to you need something a little nicer, a little bit bigger. <laughs> How about we look at this tanzanite and white gold? How about let's let's have a look. <laughs> Didn't have it in white gold. Tanzanite is my favorite stone. Um, it is gorgeous. It has this weird property where depending on what kind of light it's in it kind of changes color. Mm. So if it's under a warm yellow light, it's kind of, it, it's kind of like a deeper sort of purpley color. If it's under white light, it's that sort of really pale lilac color. If it's under natural light, sometimes it can even look blue. Mm. It is gorgeous. And set with white gold. Oh, <laughs> I've never seen anything more gorgeous in my life other than Danica. <laughs> yeah and i mean you hear him come to life talking about the ring you know yeah like, like this this was when i was like oh okay no this is this, this is, is this is what i want and this yeah. is this is real and i'm okay with everything that's going on but we didn't get the ring for nearly three months yeah it was a while yeah it was a long time like as i said she's picking all these small dainty little rings i'm like how about this one and it's nearly three times the size and <laughs> Um, and on a media sale and on a media sale so always shop the sales ladies and gentlemen um but yeah she put it on and she's like oh i don't know because we they didn't have one in white gold it was only in that yellow gold and also the yellow gold didn't fit no i've got chubby fingers <laughs> um, so um it was kind of hard to picture it just sitting on the top of my finger of what mm, it would look like but it was yeah. perfect i think we'll put a picture of the engagement ring on instagram so that yeah, everyone can see what we're looking story. at yeah you'll yeah, see what we're talking about You'll also see it in photos of me. Oh, like sure. I do wear it all the time. But um, when we start recording this podcast on video, probably the next round yeah. um, that we record, you'll see me wearing it in the podcast as well. Mm. So, yeah, keep an eye out if you're interested. But it's it's just a ring. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's when it started to get real and a bit more healthy. I think yeah. we were a bit more excited A little about bit more it. excited, yeah. for sure. We started to actually talk about planning the wedding, which mm. we hadn't yet No. up yeah. until this point. And, the, like, I can't remember. One of us turned to the other and said, so what are we actually going to do? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. But, yeah, there was a lot of feels around it and uh, definitely a little bit of FOMO now. Like, uh, I don't know. We've already missed out, so it's not really FOMO. But yeah. <laughs> we it's, don't... it's a little bit of... A little bit of uh, regret that we didn't get that, but also I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't call it regret. I think just sadness, sadness. just like just sadness, um, and just like a resolve that if we ever do have children, that we won't be putting any kind of pressure on them to do anything they don't want to yeah. do. I in, mean, in regards to massive life choices like that, definitely. Yeah, I think that's mostly what it is. But um, yeah, Adam's family were extremely accepting and loving, and you know the engagement did buy us a little bit of time. A little bit bought us a few months. But um, yeah, we'll talk more about the lead up to the wedding and the planning it and. Um, our feelings around all of that in the next episode because, yeah, I think the engagement in itself, just getting to the point where we felt comfortable telling people we were engaged was very much, it took a long time. It wasn't until yeah. after we'd attended one of your cousin, cousin's weddings engaged yeah. that, um, that we really we started to 
actually tell everyone. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, if you, <laughs> we actually weren't telling people, but we told Gran and told her that it was okay if she told people. So then, everybody so then she got to tell everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I love that. But yeah. Um, yeah, that's how we got engaged. Yeah. No regrets now, but no, definitely, no. I think if anything, like, even though we have mixed feelings about the wedding as well i think the engagement is the part i'm saddest about Mm. um because it was it's just such a big step and milestone that we didn't get to do our own way the wedding i think you can definitely say it's more about we weren't willing to stand up for ourselves but i think the engagement part was very much it was like we had to make a choice um that we didn't want to make yeah and while we did it knowing that we didn't have to we we chose to do it we chose to make that choice Yeah. yeah Um, that was our choice i think the wedding's a bit more of a gray area yeah yeah definitely um Um, so i think this week uh tell us your engagement stories guys yeah as much as we're like we're sad that we didn't get our romantic one it doesn't mean we don't love hearing other people's definitely Um, i just love it when people are really creative i remember um one of my friends from school her now husband proposed to her because she's a massive harry potter fan i remember this so clearly it was years ago now um but he bought her this amazing ring and he um bought an old copy of one of the harry potter books and carved out space for the ring box the bottom of the ring box inside the book um and proposed to her with the book that's amazing it's just so perfectly them so things like that guys like anything please just like let us know we love hearing people's stories because yeah everyone's different and you always put such a unique spin on it because everyone's relationship is different so send us your stories tag us in your photos whatever you want to do yeah i love it uh at tailormade underscore au is what our instagram handle is now oh it's changed yeah okay um and i think it's in the outro of the episode but um just in case you didn't know tag us dm us send us your stories we love it perfect um and we'll talk to you next week thanks so much guys bye thank you for joining us for another episode of the tailor-made podcast if you've enjoyed this episode please rate and review it on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts we're very excited to release a new episode every week on saturday mornings at 10 a.m australian eastern standard time you can follow us on instagram at tailormade underscore au and on facebook at tailormade media au thanks again and we hope to talk to you next time Have you ever thought about the fact that in the Pixar Cars universe, tyre brands like Michelin and Pirelli are probably viewed the same way we view sneaker brands?